knowing what to do and knowing what not to do, but being empowered to break up with a toxic ex-boyfriend, Sugar. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you are meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Well, are you ready to break up with that bad ex-boyfriend? We'll name him Sugar. Seriously, this is the season of sugar sugar, sugar, sugar and stress. And that combination leads to lots of blood sugar, right? Lots of glucose circulating through your system and acidity. And that combination is truthfully deadly. So I want to teach you a little bit today about breaking up with that bad ex-boyfriend sugar. First of all, why do I call it the toxic ex-boyfriend relationship? And maybe none of you have experienced this, and I certainly hope not. But, but you know, sometimes there's that ex-boyfriend, right? He's an ex, you've broken up, right? And then comes back in, well, let's just go out one more time. Or, you know, kind of wheedles its way, just one more kiss. Or, you know, it just kind of wheedles his way back into your life. Yeah, yeah, maybe more, more of you have had that experience than I expected. <laughs> You can always share it with me because you remember, I am the Girlfriend Doctor. Welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. It is an intimate place for intimate conversation and I am here for you. You can ask or tell me anything. So share your stories, no shame, no guilt, no apologies. And here, I really am here to pull back the curtain on all things related to women's health and the men who love them, sexual health, libido, PMS and menopause, we talk about it. And my goal is that you are thriving mind, body, and spirit. So this episode should be releasing on Halloween. And on Halloween, well, there's sugar all around. And there's like those, um, you know, those times where we kind of get those throwbacks to our own Halloween adventures and trick-or-treating and Maybe we had fun. Maybe there was like a lot of fun when you're trick-or-treating. Maybe there were some icky interactions with, you know, people you met along the trick-or-treat route or in costume or whatever it may be. But let me tell you, there's sugar all around. There may be that favorite chocolate bar. Hmm, maybe it's Snickers and Almond Joy. Okay, those are mine, to be honest. Oh my gosh, you remember the $1,000 bar? Wasn't there a $1,000 bar? That was great. It was like braided with caramel and chocolate coated all the way around. So here comes Halloween now and the season right after October 31st. We're launched into November where we should have like holiday parties starting to come around and more get togethers and family get togethers. Oh, wait, we're in the season of a pandemic. So we're not doing that so much. But yet is the temptation still there? Are we still conditioned to this? time of the year to have that higher activity level, to have a higher stress level, 
Now, what did I say about stress and glucose together? It's a deadly combination. Cortisol and glucose together creates acidity and inflammation in your system, and it creates this downward spiral. So I want you to know a couple things. First of all, what does sugar do on your brain and why does it send us down this spiral? As I say this, I want you to know that by the end of this, rest, this episode, you will be motivated, inspired, and know your action steps to take not to spiral down this season. So you can stay empowered. You can feel empowered. You can break up with that toxic ex-boyfriend for good and not think twice about it. Like door is closed. I am open to a new possibilities of a healthy keto green lifestyle. Give me healthy fats. Give me lots of love and oxytocin that you will be in this realm instead. And um, believe me, I'm going to convince you to get there with me <laughs> because it's true for me too. Oh, my brothers loved Halloween. They were the Halloween guys, you know? I mean, seriously, we had, it was the decked out house in the neighborhood. I mean, still in their adulthood, they have Halloween parties. I mean, that's how big they were. Me, not so much. I can actually recollect at age 11, going down my street in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, where I grew up and um, like around the corner, my, I was, trick-or-treating with my girlfriend. We were 11. My girlfriend, Ana Luisa Ramos, beautiful Portuguese girl. We were the same height back then, but she was fully developed. I mean, I didn't start my period till I was 16. She was fully developed. It was different. And, and we were, I was a pirate and she was a gypsy. And there was kind of a creepy interaction with one of the um, dads at a house we knocked on. So from there on, I kind of like, uh, Halloween is not for me. And it's really not been a big part of my life with my children. And I really have tried, like I've made the autumn fest costumes, made them by hand. I was in residency doing OB, working 80 to 100 hours a week. And I made my daughter Amanda's fall festival costumes. We didn't want, I didn't, wasn't doing Halloween. It was a fall festival costume. Anyway, she looked like the most adorable tree elf you could ever have imagined at three years old. Seriously, she was just gorgeous. So, so a little difference between me and my brothers, but however, the relationship with sugar was a familial thing. I had diabetes on both sides of my family. My mom was diabetic in her thirties. My dad in his late forties, early fifties, if I remember correctly. And so I've been like, okay, you know, really trying in my adult career as an OBGYN, as a physician, and then as an integrative medicine specialist, how important it's been for me to get to the underlying science that causes specifically type 2 diabetes. Diet-controlled diabetes, is it diet-controlled or is it then insulin-dependent type 2 diabetes? And you know what we call type 3 diabetes? Yeah, we call that, that's Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, Alzheimer's and dementia is the nickname type three diabetes because of that strong interaction. We focus on sugar, but again, the combination of sugar and cortisol is, that's, that's a time bomb. That's a time bomb waiting to happen. And when I was on my healing journey around the world, way back in 2006, 2007, I met up with a Native American shaman. You know, I had been, had a family tragedy and I write about this in The Hormone Fix and I share that with you there. I won't share it with you here. But to know that I was completely stressed, depressed, and certainly my hormones were a mess. And I was on this journey and this Native American shaman said to me, you're, you know, you've got 
high levels of sugar and high levels of acidity. And in the case of this, I've never seen a case where there's not cancer. You don't have it yet, be careful. And so I'll never forget that. And what is keto green? Keto green is the opposite of sugar and acidity, right? It's ketones and alkalinity. And let me tell you, coming full circle, ketones and alkalinity is the way to live. And when you're in this state, you're going to have the willpower to avoid the sugar, the sugar and the sugar cravings. But let's just jump back. Why is sugar so addicting? Okay. First of all, sugar is so addicting because it really does affect your brain. It affects dopamine in your brain and it affects your neurotransmitters. So dopamine is one of your neurotransmitters. It's the neurotransmitter of like action, of feel good, you know, that smartphone that dings, like whoop, a little bit of dopamine. It is that hormone of addiction. And it's, you know, critical. A hundred years ago, we were consuming maybe 10 to 15 grams of sugar a day. Now the average American consumes 100 to 150 grams of sugar per day. If you consider like one soda is like seven teaspoons of sugar equivalent, but you know, you may say right there, well, I don't drink soda. I drink diet soda. Well, it's just as bad. Artificial sweeteners cause weight gain. It is a cruel joke. Just like sugar, artificial sweeteners, you know, whether it's in your diet tea, your diet soda, or whatever else it may be, if there's that, that there's that ping on your nervous system to say, hey, you know, I, your body's going to activate insulin, turn on digestion, and the calories never come. The food, the fat, the protein never comes. And you've got this um, automatic system in place, right, that triggers a set of, physio a set of physiological processes that start to take you down this route. And the worst thing about diet sodas, they make you fatter. In this case, and I really like that there were... Um, studies on artificial sweeteners done in rats. I'm going to share you this with you. Now, does it matter? Did the FDA still approve artificial sweeteners for our general consumption? That's, um, you know, essentially all around us. Yeah, certainly they did. But what do we know? There were animal studies. This is good because the FDA often approves things without animal studies. So what did the animal studies show with artificial sweeteners? Well, the, here you had an artificial sweetener give, given to rats. The rats that ate the artificial sweetener ate more food and gained more weight. How do you like that compared to the rats on a normal rat diet, whatever that is? So associations have been found between artificial sweetener intake and the incidence of metabolic syndrome. So diabetes, heart disease, High blood pressure, what does that mean? An increased waist circumference, right? Belly fat, um, increased baseline glucose levels. So your body's constantly feeding inflammation. And yeah, not, not good, right? Studies have definitely shown a relationship between artificial sweeteners and type 2 diabetes. My, I remember my mom in, gosh, in the 70s drinking TAB diet soda. I mean, first of all, it tasted nasty. And, and seriously, when you're cleansed, when your palate is cleansed, artificial sweeteners are nasty. Trust that instinct. Don't drink it just to have something to drink. Try, cleanse your palate and then taste and really identify that taste. I mean, seriously, what it's doing to your, um, 
habit forming behavior, it's really, it's really important. So why do we become addicted to artificial sweeteners just like we do sugar? Because it runs us down the same process and yet it can actually make us fatter. So, um, so that's part of the part of the problem with sweeteners in general and specifically aspartame toxic eliminate all aspartame. I have helped people recover from artificial, from baseline resting tremors where like your hands out and then there's this kind of uh, resting tremor, the shaking to that. And often the neurologic consequence of artificial sweeteners is one of the reason. Eliminating artificial sweeteners, the diet Coke drinkers, the diet soda drinkers um, is a critical part of of healing from that. So remove that toxin. So whether it's, you know, sucralose, aspartame, you know, even saccharin, I mean, anything is going to trigger that. So a little bit, you know, as you're weaning off of using artificial sweeteners as much as possible, that's going to make you so much healthier, understanding what that's doing to you. So reaching for the diet soda, it's going to make you fat. So my mom used to drink those diet tabs. And let me tell you, she, her diabetes was terrible. Her inflammation was terrible. And she died prematurely at age 67, having struggled for over a decade. And that's just, you know, I just remember she had her first heart surgery at 52. I'm 55 now. I think about that. So whether you have the genetics for diabetes. What is the genetics for diabetes? You can consider them fat genes. You can consider them, you know, high risk for diabetes, heart disease. It runs in my family. And like, as if it was a rite of passage, I want to share with you, it's not. You can completely reverse the signs of diabetes. You can completely improve, improve from uh, insulin. So learning what I learned through the years, I was able to help my dad who at 79, he was on 120 units of insulin a day, a type two diabetic by that time for over 20 years. So on 120 units of insulin a day, and he was feeling grumpy and irritable and just not well. And that wasn't like my dad. My dad was a World War II veteran, went into World War II at age 17. He was born in 1926. He's from the greatest generation, right? And he didn't complain. He never met a stranger. He was really friendly. He was a naval attache in the Middle East. He spoke four languages. I mean, you know, he could get people drunk and make them tell him anything. So that was his skill set, right? And so, but at 79, he was really grumpy, irritable. He had taken a wheel, he flew in from Philadelphia to Savannah, Georgia, and he had taken a wheel uh, wheelchair to get through the airport. He was huffing and puffing at a few steps. And when he got home and I recognized how, you know, out of character he was, irritable, cranky, not feeling good. You know, when you don't feel good, you don't act well, right? When you don't feel well, you don't act well. And so I asked my father, I said, dad, what's going on? And he said, you know, Anna, I'm just not feeling good. I said, well, do you want me to call your doctor? I knew his cardiologist because his cardiologist had taken care of my mom from a great, you know, Northeastern University and med school, one of the best of the best. And so I called him up and I said, you know, dad's just not feeling good. And um, he said, well, Anna, you know, your dad's 79. He's lived a good life. In my mind, I could just see him wiping his hands of my father. He's 79. He's lived a good life. By then, my mom had been passed away for over 10 years. And I said, well, 
after I paused and really thought carefully how I was going to respond, I said, well, then do you mind, you know, I'm a OBGYN, but do you mind if I take over, you know, if I, if I help my dad out here and, and just change a few things up because Anna, you know, give it your best, but he's lived a good life. Remember that. Okay. Well, Mighty Maca Plus is a superfood combination of powerful ingredients that really help give you energy, stamina, and not only that, it tastes good. So many people report reducing hot flashes, increased energy, better workouts. We have Olympic athletes as well as, you know, young adults, sport teams who are committed to drinking Mighty Maca. Let me tell you, this has been the one supplement that I recommend for my patients almost 90 over 90% of the time. I give you a 100% money back guarantee and it is just fabulous. So check it out at dranna.com and use the code show 10 to get 10% off your first order. So I went to my dad and I said, Hey, dad, so are you ready to die because your doctor's done with you? And he said, no, Anna, I'd like to see 80. And I said, okay. So I put him on an earlier version of my keto green diet. I did take away his beer and whiskey just for 30 days and um, took away three of his prescription medications, put him on some supplements, including CoQ10, including some liver support with phase one and phase two detoxifiers. And I put him on um, testosterone. And let me tell you, in 30 days, the 79-year-old man whose physician had given up on him, who was grumpy, cranky, was sitting on the couch all the time watching, I think it was Three Men and a Baby, was his favorite movie, um, and uh, was just miserable, right? In 30 days, he lost 30 pounds. He went from taking, injecting into his body 120 units of insulin per day, which he'd been doing for over a decade, 120 units of insulin per day to 20 units of insulin per day. I monitored his blood sugar. Oh my gosh, I wish we had continuous glucose monitoring back then, CGMs. We didn't. So I had a, you know, he's, anyway, he was used to sticking his finger two, three times a day. So we got him down to two, 20 units of insulin per day. And not only was he feeling amazing, feeling great, feeling strong, doing better, he was out on the tennis court with the kids. That's, that's the difference in 30 days can make. That's the difference six days can make, right? We have to change things up. We have to recognize what's going on with never too old, never too old. And not only did my dad make 80, his 80th birthday, which we celebrated in style, not only did he make his 80th birthday, but he made his 92nd birthday with a smart brain, a smart mind, clever wit, and getting around, flying back and forth here, there, he made transcontinental trips. That's what I want for each of you, never to give up, to feel empowered, to know that you are worth it and valuable, and to have that willpower, right? Physiology willpower, get keto green, that's healthy fats, high quality proteins, lots of those microgreens with an intermittent fasting lifestyle of an average of 16 hours per day, right? 16 hours between dinner and breakfast, stop that snacking. I mean, you've got my books, Keto Green 16, The Hormone Fix, and come April, great surprise for you. I've got another book coming out that y'all are gonna love. So um, stay, stay tuned for that. 
that we do these things so that you feel empowered. It's not just about what we're eating. It's the lifestyle, knowing what to do and knowing what not to do, but being empowered to break up with a toxic ex-boyfriend, sugar, right? So how do you do that? You make a replacement, healthy flat fats over sugar. Any day I'll take healthy fats over sugar, right? You feel more grounded, alkalinized. A big thing for me, especially now during this time of me, October, November, December, lot going on. Mighty Maca. I'm doing three scoops a day right now. I'm just like bundling, you know, bundling up. So do your Mighty Maca three scoops a day, that alkalinizing, refreshing, adrenal support, detoxifying, clears up the clutter. Make sure you've got that healthy fat at your meals and you're doing that intermittent fasting. And you're avoiding, like, don't go down that spiral of the sugar addiction all around you. Make healthy substitutes. And that's really important. Our um, keto cashew chocolate balls, for instance, you know, like there's some great things. My chocolate mousse, if you want to treat, it has like two grams of sugar in it. So, and it's from, it's avocado, pure cocoa, and some coconut cream. It's just delicious. It's just incredibly delicious. No artificial sweeteners, nothing else added to it. So again, empower yourself. So you have those treats those feast times that empower you not to have one, two, three, you know, snicker bars, snicker bars, almond joys, or whatever your addiction will be. My kids love the sour, the sour patch stuff. I mean, that's just terrible stuff. And then when you have kids in the house and you're, you have healthy options, tell them in order to have that, here's a scoop of Mighty Maca, I'm going to mix it up for you, or here's your smoothie. When they're full and satiated, they're not going to go through their whole bag. Restrict that. Give them reasons why it's not good for them. Make healthy substitutions. Gift those candies away. And, um, and you know, you could give Mighty Maca. We have the single packs. And I did that one year because I ran out of candy too, but I had it in there. And the little boy, I think he must have been five or six. He's like, oh my gosh, what's that? I said, it's the monster maker. And he's like, oh my, it's like, it's green. It's so cool. And it's, you know, just drink it down and you become this cool monster. It's the monster maker. And he's like, oh my gosh, can I have more? And he just loved it. It was so funny. Anyway, you can do stuff like that. Add it into your treats. Add it in. Dr. Jack Cruz told me he puts Mighty Maca in his spaghetti sauce. I mean, here, like, you know, get sneaky with it. Um, but that's something that you can do to really support you during this time. So you're not, you know, spiraling down, support your neurotransmitters, healthy fats, healthy adaptogens, like in uh, Mighty Maca Plus and, and show up for yourself, show up for yourself and others. You've got the strength, you've got the willpower, you know, your next right step to make. And I'm here to help you make it. So a lot going on in this world. We can do one thing at a time. And it really does start with getting those toxic relationships out of our life, focusing on our own health, because you are valuable. You are worth it. Go from sugar and acidity to keto green, keto alkaline, right? Make that shift. It's game changing. It's empowering. It boosts your immune system. It balances your hormones. It frees up your neurotransmitter so that you have more joy and contentment and peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, especially as we go through this higher stress season of, of the year. It's true. And for many reasons. So 
write down right now what your next right step is and take your next right step. I look forward to you doing that. I am here for you. I am the girlfriend doctor and I love being the girlfriend doctor for you. So I've said a lot in this episode, I'm gonna create a cheat sheet for you and go to this episode at dranna.com on my show page, dranna.com forward slash show. And under the show notes, you'll be able to download a quick cheat sheet that you can put on your fridge to remember the messages from this podcast today. So thank you for being here. I look forward to seeing you again. Till next time.